Welcome to the Happy Win Podcast. You want to improve your self-confidence and better manage stress? You ask yourself questions about your future and your values? You need help motivating yourself, achieving your goals? You like challenges? You are passionate but held back by limited beliefs? This podcast is here to help you shine and surpass yourself. I am Laurence Godefroy, personal and professional coach. And I am convinced that there is a golden nugget hidden in each of us. Passionate about people and project management, I provide a coaching model that's oriented around having a growth mindset. Hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well. I'm so happy to connect with you again for this second episode of Happy Win Today. I would like to thank my daughter, Audrey, which helped me a lot choosing the topic and refining the content of this episode. Today, I've decided to talk about a theme that I think concerns all of us, self-confidence. Like in a coaching session, I will offer you the vision of an ideal, a definition, some examples to be more concrete, <laughs> some keys to help you transform yourself, and above all, some steps to put it into practice. Even if we trust ourselves in some areas of our lives, that doesn't mean that we do in in all areas. This is not a constant state of mind and we have to work on it again and again. So how could you generate your self-confidence? How could you move the cursor from I don't trust myself to I extremely trust myself? How can you manage your, that in your brain, in your thoughts? How can you change your way of seeing things? What are the keys to self-confidence? To begin, I will offer you a definition. What is self-confidence? Self-confidence is to believe in your personal resources. It's to believe in your ability to face the difficulties of life. It's the result of an evaluation of your abilities. It's built very early in your childhood based on the way your parents look at you. It then evolves throughout your lives and it can be very different depending on the area. You can, for example, have self-confidence for swimming, but not self-confidence to repair your car, for instance. To pursue, I will give you some examples. When you trust yourself, You feel comfortable with whatever you want. You can deal with criticism and you are less prone to stress. For example, when you are confident with friends or relatives, you speak freely while in front of an assembly of strangers, you can feel stress, fear of the gaze of others. When you do an activity that you master, playing tennis, driving your car, call, you don't ask yourself questions. You are yourself and you are not afraid to fail, to be criticized. In certain circumstances, this confidence is lacking. And 
that can inhibit your actions, that can encourage you to procrastinate, or that can put you in appalling stress. But then, where does this lack of confidence come from? And how can you find it? What if you were able to generate it? What if you were able, in the face of an unknown situation that you find difficult, to put yourself in, quote, I have terrible self-confidence mode. Now, the vision of a good self-confidence, how could it be? You have to speak uh, in front of an assembly or in front of your colleagues. And then a miracle happens. You trust yourself. I really like using this magic wand tool and my coaches love it too. <laughs> Come on, we pretend everything is possible. How do you feel? What are you saying to yourself? What are the thoughts you have during this moment? If you have difficulties projecting yourself, you can also do the exercise by thinking back to a situation where you felt at your best. You know, in these moments that we have all lived, we say to ourselves, I feel good, I feel relaxed, I feel aligned, happy. Things take place smoothly. If we take the image of the stream, we accompany the current. We do not try to break or accelerate. No unnecessary tensions. Some keys to help you. So, what could be the key to self-confidence? What thoughts could present during this moment? To be yourself with your strengths and weaknesses, to accept human imperfection, to believe in your resources and to accept failure. Do not judge failure and keep your motivation and commitment. Do the best you can. Tell yourself that if you give the best of yourself, smiling, being accepting of events without judgment, the only thing you risk is critics, a failure, negative emotions like shame or sadness. First, regarding the critics, they will be there, whether we trust ourselves or not, so much to trust. They are not related to us, but to the mental schema of the person who critics us, and we have no power over it. As far as failure is concerned, it's the obligatory passage of all learning, like when a child learns to walk. And it does not mean anything about our value and our capacities, our abilities. Finally, for negative emotions, they are part of human life and allow them to calibrate the moment. These are just vibrations in our body. And the more we accept them, the more they explain the message they have to give us. And then they disappear. I will do a specific episode on emotions. I will come back in more details on their functioning, their usefulness, and how to manage them. And 
To finish, most important, how to practice. So, how to practice all of this? Because, of course, it's by practicing that we improve and therefore that we increase our self-confidence. First, become aware of a situation in which you do not have self-confidence. Identify your thoughts and your emotions. Write them down. Breathe deeply and try to modify these thoughts and these emotions for those described previously during a time when you had great self-confidence. Try to repeat this exercise as often as possible to encore these new thoughts and emotions of self-confidence. After a number of practices, you will have changed your pattern of non-trust into a pattern of trust. It's really virtuous to the extent that the more you practice it, the more you develop it. It takes up a bit the characteristics of what Carol Dweck calls the growth mindset. To believe in one's resources, to accept failure, to believe that one can always learn and that talent is not innate. To sum up, so just to sum up before I sign off. Self-confidence is something that you can develop. You can develop it by observing yourself, by identifying your thoughts and your emotions. The key is in the ability to generate thoughts of acceptance of failure, of non-judgment about failure, a desire to start again until the goal is reached, much like a child who learns to walk which falls and starts again tirelessly until he can walk. Tell yourself that it's exactly the same for everything. Above all, take a kind look at yourself and your internal resources by accepting the idea of failure. So, are you okay to start? Have you identified your confidence pattern, like emotion and thoughts? Can you name them? Describe your feelings? Go ahead, practice every day and comment on your failures and your feelings to continue. Go, 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 remember, like a child learning to walk. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like it, feel free to share it with your friends and to give a five star on Apple Podcast. If you'd like more information on anything I've said today, you can contact me on www.happywin.fr for personalized coaching to meet your needs. Happiness is a state of mind. La Bella Vita is my mantra. See you soon for the next podcast. Have a great day and remember, your success is already inside of you.